0: dong sí, dong sí.
1: welcome. I'm Jillian Raymond, the co-creator of Juicy Bits and a Coalition Snow ambassador.
0: And I'm Jen Gorecki, your co-host and the CEO of Coalition Snow.
1: For those of you who are new, get ready to laugh, cry, and maybe pee your pants a little.
0: Juicy Bits is about taking the conversations that we start on the chairlift and at the trailhead and bringing them to you to explore alternative narratives that challenge the status quo about what it means to be a modern woman in the outdoors. Grab your
1: helmet, because sometimes it's a bumpy ride. FYI, friends, this podcast is for mature audiences, so you've been warned. Let's get to work and juice the patriarchy. Yeah, it's got that, you know, Mm. good, salty texture to it. It's kind of almost like a beachy wave. Traveling without a comb, this is what you get. Hi, listeners. Hi! Hi! Jillian, hi! Goodness, I was distracted.
0: Yeah, we're just um, looking at ourselves in this video recording, sitting in our fort. It's not really a fort, it's just a bed with a mosquito net on it, because we're recording from Kenya, because Jillian's here with me, and this is our last night in Kenya together, and we thought, what's better to kick off Season 7, Episode 1, than to record together in Kenya. Truth be told, also no one will be surprised. We don't really have an outline or agenda for this episode. Well,
1: we have an agenda. Our agenda is oh, yeah. that you're still listening still amazing. already one minute in. So thank you. Thank that's, you, I feel like that's just a, maybe an agenda, maybe a, a like a
0: manifestation for season 7 Bruce happy you're on the program yes. that you're on the juicy bits program that you're here with us uh that we are doing this for the seventh season Woo. seventh year is high wild five. high five also it should uh be noted that this is coalition's 10th year celebration coalition's turning 10 it's our big birthday and um it's also hilarious that we're looking at each at other. the screen of each other. I'm going to look at your face. I'm going to look at your face. Hi. Um, yeah, so coalition's turning 10. It's a big deal. Double digits. Double digits. That means, of course, that the I Like Older Women comedy tour is happening this year. We'll mm-hmm. talk more about that another time. Yeah, because it's going to sell out. Absolutely going to sell out. Heaps and heaps of stuff coming up this entire season. But we're here tonight. Mm-hmm. to t- I think we should just talk about Kenya. Let's talk about Kenya. Let's talk about Kenya. So this is Jillian's first time to Kenya. Mm -hmm. This is my probably at least 20th time, if not more. We've lost count. So
1: it's not a fair comparison, but I almost think it would be like if I took you to your first fish show, how joyful and thrilled you might be. Because it was a lot of trust
0: or or, or not. Yeah, I feel like... Me having you be here beach. in Kenya for 10 days is potentially a tiny bit different than me going to a fish show, particularly given that, no offense, I'm not the hugest fish fan. I mm-hmm. love that you are. Mm-hmm. I think you keep going strong. Mm-hmm. Whereas it's not that you're like not a Kenya fan. yeah. So there's a, there's a few differences, but I get where you're going. I think it's totally a reach, but it would
1: be like something that's such a big part of your life and has been such a big part of your life that brings you so much joy that you, that now I get a glimpse of, of that, just a fraction of understanding of how, insanely meaningful um the the people are here that you've made relationships with the connections and also your ability to navigate this this country like it it is your second home yeah so and i kind of knew that going in it's part of the reason it was a no-brainer to be like i i want to be on a trip with you here um and and let's share you know we're not here just the two of us but we've had a lot of um time just to get to hang out together too which was like definitely part of the intention of, of me um wanting to be here again with you
0: yeah so we so the i mean my friends are always welcome to join me Mm -hmm. in kenya but why jillian is here right now is that we um through coalition our far out trips and through my work with Zawadisha run multiple trips Mm -hmm. every summer and so at the beginning of july i had um eight people join me to cycle from nairobi to diani to the coast which is where we are now And then I had a little two-week break where I was able to go to Lamu. I did a bunch of work with Zawadisha, bought heaps of stuff for our shop and we will ideally get some of that online. No Mm -hmm. one knows, but treasures. And then Jillian is a part of the second uh, trip that we have here called the Secret Gems, which is essentially 10 days where I just take you to some of my favorite places and doing some of my favorite things Mm -hmm. in Kenya, um, meeting some of my favorite people, which includes spending time with Zawadisha and getting to learn about our work. Mm-hmm. So, Jillian, let's start with you. Impressions. Impression now that because again, today's the last day. Yeah. So I think the secret
1: gems name for the trip is completely, completely the best name. Cause I also feel like there are there's surprises that came up in any given day, in any given moment that you couldn't, like you couldn't plan for it to happen. You couldn't mm-hmm. make that magic happen. And I think magic to me is a big word of, on reflection and then being here. Um, Jen does a shared journal that we've all had days to write in. Mine, I'm really looking forward to re I'm I'm a journaler with, with pictures and, and with words and not good poetry. And, and it was almost like this invitation to just take in all, all that was around me when I had the journal in my hands for those couple of days. But big takeaway is the um, so much misinformation that is spewed and and, and re- repeated and that exists in the States around the narrative of, of Kenya and of, of East Africa. And I knew that intellectually. So that was like a very big, like kind of grounding, um, beautiful gem for me is to just kind of witness it and and be in the presence of a a country where i feel incredibly welcome i feel incredibly safe um and was inspired in in a lot of ways the other piece that was beautiful is in knowing what you do at Zawadisha, i actually didn't really know fully like i didn't understand that it was product-based loans and that so much of those um, for example um, a water tank or or the chairs like seeing firsthand the impact that that product would would make on not only one person's life but how that extended to the the family members in their homestead and then to the larger community so seeing that firsthand was was kind of next level
0: well we we should for our listeners maybe give some context on Zawadisha that's why you're here that's why that's why I'm grounded so Zawadisha it's a social enterprise that I started a little over 10 years ago Um, And it is, it functions as a business, but it does social and environmental good, which is why we call it a social enterprise. It is operated by a team of all Kenyan women who manage all the day-to-day operations. I'm literally just the lady who sells baskets in the United States and brings people on trips here. I also do like the annual budget and meet with Monica every week and do mm-hmm. things. So maybe I'm not giving myself enough credit, but I don't run the day-to-day operations here by design because mm-hmm. Kenyan women should be doing that. Absolutely. Um, and we are a micro lending business where we, but we provide products on credit. So these things that just have this massive impact in the lives of real women, like Jillian was saying, rainwater tanks, solar lamps, iron sheets, gutters, chairs to sit on, mattresses, sewing machines, all sorts of things. Uh, These families, these women could never afford a hundred dollar water tank and they have no running water in their home. And the tank um, allows them to grow food and and cook and not spend hours and hours and hours every day walking to the water pan, uh, which is essentially a hole in the earth with water in it to fill up jerry cans. They could never afford a hundred dollar water tank. So what we do, is we deliver it to their house and they make small payments over time. Mm -hmm. And so that is the micro part of it. And that is the lending part of it. Um, And that's what Sawadisha does. And that's a big part of these trips that I run here is not only the adventure part where you're, you know, whether we're on bikes or we're just hanging out, I'm showing you my favorite places. um, And we're having like some pretty deep conversations about what it means to be primarily, white women, but everyone who joins me here is a Western woman. Um, And yeah, we spend a lot of time with Zawadisha getting to meet the team and go into the community and meet the women and learn from them is what we do.
1: Yes. And something I didn't learn directly from them, like they told me, but something I kind of inferred, which goes back to the product lending piece, which was a very you know, just eye opening in my face like this is I'm, I'm watching the process of of how these products are making impacts in their lives was there was an ex- there was there's an exchange there. And we mm-hmm. experienced with the women an exchange of um, you know in conversation, um, some of it more through facial expressions and hand gestures because we didn't all speak the same language. and but this this sort of absence of of money. And this, again, was just in my observation, like we were sharing in food and they were sharing in their dance and we're at the Zawadisha office and recognizing that money is one form of capital. Mm -hmm. And this I learned from you in respect to the work that you've done with them and in renaming how we measure wealth. Mm -hmm. And so that was something very beautiful to kind of be a part of. And there's a lot within Kenya that the time has felt different where it's like we don't know what day it is. We don't know what time it is. Within one given day, we've done things that you could span over four days, like very full and everything we did. But the, the respect of um, experiencing that with the absence of an actual like monetary exchange or presence, right? I was like, these women are not carrying wallets around. This is not like, it, 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 I don't know if I'm explaining it well and you can kind of tell me, but, and if I'm not, if you can imagine, being in a environment where so much is happening, but the lack of the presence of money is like a is like a weird feeling.
0: Well so like, like sense, things.
1: Like, yes. Yeah, so like, like you know it has mm-hmm. to come from somewhere, but I'm like, no like I'll Yeah, I I might I might not be explaining it well, but it was, it was a unique thing to experience. Mm -hmm. Like it felt like where I was like, you don't need money. Yes, you need money. But what you need here is things that help improve your lives that are basic day-to-day functions. And yet I know some of that, um, say for example, a solar lamp that's able to help charge a a mobile device is also a way for them to help make money because they're repaying back. So there is
0: that exchange. Okay. So I think what you're getting at here, I'm going to translate, please. Um, so much micro lending is done around cash where you actually give small bits of cash Mm -hmm. to primarily women men also get micro loans there's huge micro lending schemes all over the world but you give people cash and the idea is that they are going to start a business and make money off of it we don't do that we don't work with cash for a lot of reasons but primarily in rural areas that actually doesn't help people because there's it's nearly impossible to engage in commerce in a way that is sustainable um so this western idea of businesses and of capitalism surprise surprise doesn't fit neatly into Mm -hmm. the lived realities of rural kenyan women so cash loans is the most money they would have ever seen and what are they going to do with it they're going to spend it on school fees they're going to spend it on medical bills. And then there might be a little bit left over for a air quote business, which will never actually earn enough money to repay the loan. And then they're put into debt. And so that was something that I had learned early on many, many years ago, um, like through work and my master's degree, but then also launching Zawadisha and piloting different ways of running it, mm-hmm. that it became really clear that the products had a more immediate impact Solved problems, um, one in particular, freeing up their time so they could generate revenue in d- d- different ways, benefited the entire family. Um, there became multiple ways for them to earn money from these products. And then also, all of the grown men in the household want to help repay it because they benefit. And it elevated the status of women in the home because then they became the ones who were responsible for bringing these life-changing i know that that sounds cliche but it's true um items 100%. in into the home so we're not like there isn't the micro lending that we're doing isn't this sort of traditional capitalist financial model mm-hmm. and everything that we do is so 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 based on social capital which is the relationships between all of the women and their women's groups and with their chair lady and the relationships that we build with them and the relationships that we have in this community because we've been there for 10 years and we have really strong partners there. And we have support of the local chief um, and the local police and all of the, you know, everyone really supports our work there. So, so that I think is what you're trying to get at. Is yeah. That it's like you were just inside money. my brain. Yeah. It was
1: like you were inside my brain where I was speaking Swahili and then you
0: translated. I translated, English, which also um, happens here. Not that you would, not that people here speak Swahili, but that my guests will speak English and then I have to translate their English into Kenyan English. English. (laughs) Um, And normally what it it looks like, I speak, I speak like this, excuse me. What she's saying is that she would like to have a glass of water. Maj Tapadali. Little, and I just changed the whole thing. So I do translate English to English so that Kenyans can understand understand us because we speak too quickly and our accents are... Heavy.
1: I did pretty well Heavy. with, um,
0: you with, listened well. Yeah, for sure. Understanding Kenyan English. I will say we
1: were practicing some Swahili today mm. in the pool. Mm-hmm. Um, this was another secret gem mm-hmm. total. Like this is going to be a complete <laughs> 180 from, um, you know, uh, kind of unpacking and, and sharing, um, what Zawadisha does and the impacts and the lives of rural women in Kenya, but we were able to attend uh, pool aerobics here at our Diani Beach Club. Pool
0: aerobics. In case you missed that, pool aerobics, aerobics facilitated by some very lovely young men. Mm-hmm. Very As- fit. The fit. Asante Sana. Yes. Diani Sea Lodge. Karibu. Asante Sana. <laughs> Karibu. Karibu. Um, there was Moja. Yep. Moja. Be. billy Tatu. tattoo One, two, three. Yep. Yep. So there was a lot of counting in Swahili. There was there's just a lot. That was this that pool aerobics yesterday and today was an absolute secret gem. Yeah. A lot of movement,
1: a lot of energy. And I will say we had um several um, days in the first part of our trip where there was a lot of sitting, you know, it's a lot of travel. Yeah. Um, and then we're, um, in vans, we're on the train. Um, game drive was a absolute, not really a secret gem because we, knew, we were happen- knew it was happening, but what happens on these game drives, like seeing a leopard oh, on how a lava field. Oh, fucking gorgeous. Uh, After, we went through the superstitious,
0: superstitious. the superstitious area, and I was like, "Oh, there's some energy here. There's mm-hmm. something going on here." Mm-hmm. And then we saw the leopard walking. Which leopards are very difficult to see. Number one, mm-hmm. but normally they're hanging out in a branch in a tree, not moving, and that's why they're so difficult to see. This one was just strutting its stuff. Gave us a oh, show, woo! a
1: beautiful show, absolutely. Amazing. It was the it was the reason I carried those binoculars. all time, yeah, even though I used them quite a bit to kind of scope the leopard. But um, Jen had to kind of temper all of our excitement when we were just entering areas that were kind of in the southwest of the national park we were in, in in Savo, because we were all leaping out of our windows at the sight of a zebra, the elephants mm-hmm. at the watering hole, and you kept being like, there, "There's going to be
0: yeah." Heaps also, of we them, are, heaps we are of on tarmac. We are on a highway. We we're not going to stop here. I need everyone to get back in their seats. Please, literally, please get back into your seat. <laughs> heads in the windows, put heads, heads inside in the-, the window, put your phones away. Yeah. And also if you yell, the animals will on away and just wait, <laughs> because once we actually get on a proper game drive, you will have all the time. Like, so yeah, there is a, a endless, lot of learning. Wildlife.
1: A lot of learning. Um, I will say the, yes, the big five, right. And yeah, I mean, the giraffes and elephants are still kind of, you know, vying for my favorite of just just in their beauty and their awesomeness. Mm-hmm. But I want to say wildlife from the species of birds, um, all the small little animals. Little I mean, it dick-dicks. was just, uh, Dick yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think everyone loved just yelling dick, dick, dick. like that was
0: because one of the theme songs. Because everyone likes to have the humor of 11 year old boy. Yeah, yeah. Dick. <laughs> it's true. <laughs>
1: Yes, we, yeah. I don't know if we need to go into some of the souvenirs that came out at dinner last night. That's nope. kind of okay. Yeah, those that'll <laughs> yes. be our secret. That's gem. our
0: secret gem. <laughs>
1: Jen and I do have some secret gems that we will not be discussing on um, on on this episode. Uh, but I have to, you know, give you massive credit for hurting this this group of women. We don't all know each other. You did a great job of setting us up going into the trip of just mm-hmm. meeting online and kind of going over literally every question that could be thrown at you. I was like. There who's going to ask what now like what's going to happen and just your calm and patience and kind of keeping us all i just want to say space. that
0: on saturday august 12th at seven fifty-seven p.m oh we're gonna be east african time jillian just complimented me for my patience <laughs> and um for being calm i just want to that we're gonna time stamp this everyone you heard it here you heard it here well because there was some shit that came up this week like
1: in life and like there's a lot of shit and yeah. on the
0: cycling the cycling trip that um you know that's again where we cycle from nairobi to the coast we were dealing with like heavy sh- like heavy he- like bags lost bikes broken mm. um like illness where you're not getting up out of the van people lost dear friends like we had a passport and credit card stolen in Nairobi. like shit Where every day i was like oh my god okay okay, we're doing this today. Mm-hmm. All right, I'm here. This is what we're going to hand, handle this. Um, so that was, that is a lot. Hectic. hectic.
1: has been a word that comes up. I will say I've had a few instances on the trip where I've laughed so hard. I've been crying, crying. I also hit my head so hard it that I was crying because um, the safari vans are not as tall as, as like a sprinter van that no, I'm used not. to hauling my ass into. So yeah, yeah. glad there was no concussions. Yeah. I did not have to use my... Uh, helicopter emergency. AMREF. Yeah. AMREF, no, thank no you. AMREF. Um, the, uh, <laughs> yeah, the joy and the, the, the sharing among among the women on the trip has been, has been really lovely and just some of the silly shit that you do when you're in a place that you're not used to the, all the cultures and the customary behaviors mm-hmm. as well as you us for them. Like, yeah, be prepared or expect this. Some things you just can't, yeah. you know, anticipate. like when this
0: happens, it is normal go with the program. Like, yeah. you just need to go along with this. Mm-hmm. This is what they do here. It, it is like you, it's up to you to be flexible. We're not going to ask Kenyan culture to change. Like this is how yeah. it goes here. And that's, you know, we even have these conversations here and I've been writing a lot about it, both in lady parts. And then in the new newsletter that I started for myself called redefining radical, which is on Substack. Um, you know, just what, you know, there's all these, um, um, there's these myths about this part of the world and, um, you know, things like, oh, men are so awful to their women here. Are men awful to women? Certainly here and all over the fucking world. Mm -hmm. So how about we get the fuck off of African men's asses and we don't need to be white women trying to save African women from African men. Mm -hmm. That is a non-issue, you know, or even just like this being a dangerous place. There's certainly certain African countries that are in serious conflicts that you should not be, you would not be a tourist in, you shouldn't be going to, but a place like Kenya, that's relatively stable. Um, I'm not worried about going out and being a part of a mass shooting here. So I'm not concerned about this travel warning that the United States placed <clears throat> decades ago. Uh, and there's just, there's these things to unlearn mm-hmm. um, and these um, misconceptions that I hope these trips help to resolve so that when people go back to the States, they have a different story to tell about this part of the world. And that, and that is sort of some of the, you know, decolonizing work that I try to do here, even though obviously like Kenya was colonized by the British, not the Americans, but also same same thing. Same, same. Same, yeah. um, and so, Yeah. And I do think to your point, like we have had this uh, lovely time together as a group and also on the cycling trip we did and always get a little nervous of bringing strangers together Mm because you never know. Mm -hmm. And I, it's funny because I don't know if I myself would book a group trip, Mm -hmm. but then I'm the one leading them and I'm Mm -hmm. like, this is fun as fuck. Look at all my new friends. Look at all the fun things that that we're doing. And people who know me know that I'm an introvert who acts like an extrovert, Mm -hmm. but really I need like heaps of time alone Mm -hmm. and, um, but it is really, really special to bring together, I think, particularly groups of um, groups that don't include cis men. That's mm-hmm. the easiest way to include everyone else, um, because there's just these conversations you have and these bonds and these friendships. Mm-hmm. And it's really. I'm just really proud of these trips that we do. They're so magical. One of
1: the things that came up that you would say a lot is you'd be like, this is it's your trip. So even though there's what I don't even know cuz I can't count um 7 of us 7 of you yeah You'd be like yes there's some things we're doing together but it's still your trip. So if there's something mm-hmm. that you need or want speak up. If there's something mm-hmm. that's like not vibing or you're vibing hard on this so I do think that that is thread throughout in a really delicate way and a way that people hear it. Mm-hmm. And that is I think unique to sort of the group itinerary or the group like we're doing this. So again, intention around um using the time well. You you can't see it right now, but I, I screenshot one of the first things I bought at um, in Nairobi was a map of Kenya because I kind of mm-hmm. wanted to be like paying attention because even as someone who teaches geography and is very, I, I consider myself, I'm not an expert, but I consider myself pretty literate in, in geography. I was like, all right, well, when I land in Nairobi, I know these places I'm going, but I need to just like kind of see them on a map mm-hmm. and go. and I uh, And I think you're the trip for those of you who are sitting there and you're already on the website, being like, I want to go to Kenya with Jen. But the amount that we've of distance we covered in the mm-hmm. country and how we were able to do it, based on you know what we saw in Nairobi. We went from being in the Kokura Forest that was Karura. Part, thank you, mm-hmm. Karura Forest, um, part of the Green Belt Movement mm-hmm. that Wangari the thai, the thai, mm-hmm. Um Basically, and her book, by the way, Unbowed is such great reading that recommendation. Was. It's it's yeah, I'm gonna. It's lovely Mm -hmm. and fucking brilliant. Um, So to be in that amazing forest, pick up some bikes, tool around for a few hours, and then be like driving through, you know, hectic, excellent traffic with fabulous drivers to then make our way out to a different part of town to sit to a farm to table lunch that you're will be in one of the top five meals I've ever had in my life. Mm -hmm. And then we're back at a rooftop bar with a mini nightclub in this, you know, pretty cosmopolitan kind of hotel in total comfort. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, train, we were on the ferry. Um, mm-hmm. We're going to get on a flight again tomorrow morning. Mm-hmm. But yeah, just the, what we've been able to cover and see is, is pretty spectacular.
0: Yeah. It's a lot. It's a lot. And I do hope that based on everything we're saying that you are on the website right yeah. now, <laughs> frantically searching for the trips, you will notice that there is uh, the change major cycling and the Lamu trip, which just in our conversation, I've had this idea of how I want to change the Lamu trip mm-hmm. to make it even better. And when you didn't come to Lamu, so you don't have anything to say, but like what I have to say about Lamu is it literally is one of the most magical places I've ever been. It's a Swahili Island off the coast of Kenya. And in Sheila, there are no cars and you just so meander through these um, gorgeous alleys where all the homes and buildings are lined in coral. And it's just spectacular And people don't believe me until they go there. And Mm -hmm. they're like, holy fuck, this is amazing. So anywho, I do hope that you are on the website frantically searching for these trips. And um, if you're interested in going, because they're already being planned, they're already listed for summer 2024, Mm -hmm. you should just send an email. um, Contact us through the website, DM us through social, place your deposit, because they do fill up. Uh, They do book. I
1: feel like by last November, we were pretty much...
0: Yeah, we were both. So booked. that's like in
1: the next couple of months.
0: Um, is it wrong? We're five minutes late for birthday celebration dinner. No, because we're going to have birthday after. There's not going to be birthday cake at the beginning, is there? No, no but we we're going to meet at eight for dinner. That's 8.05.
1: Okay, Kenya time.
0: Kenya time. Okay. Yeah. Um, Sorry to interrupt. Get no, back to the okay. website.
1: So. Get back to Lamo. <laughs>
0: Friends, go visit the website, check out the trips, message us. If you have any questions, I do monthly calls with people too to like get them all dialed. And, um, Jillian and I, you know, this is again, the first episode of season seven, we don't really know what it is we're going to talk about through the rest of the season. So if there's things that you'd like to hear from us, mm-hmm. message us, let yes. us know, be like, Hey, talk about this, or perhaps you should interview this person or, mm-hmm. or, that, I wanna be or I want to be interviewed. I want to be interviewed. Um, these are good things for us. So we are going to go now because we have a birthday celebration to get to. It's eight p.m. It's dinner time, and we have dancing to do tonight. Oh, so. it's going to be so fun to go out dancing tonight! All right, friends, that's it. Um, hope you had a lovely summer, and we're going to catch you on the next episode of Juicy Bits. Asante sana,
1: cuahedí.